Hey everyone, this is Ruth L. Snyder from Get Clients, Build Community. Today I want to talk to you about how to host a Twitter space. We've been talking a little bit about Twitter spaces and so today I want to share tips if you want to host your own room. Get Clients, Build Community is on a mission. Our mission is to bring inspiration and innovation to authors, coaches, and entrepreneurs around the world. Get Clients, Build Community would like to introduce some of our services. We offer coaching packages, individual coaching or group coaching to help you get from dream to done. We also offer courses from book idea to first draft in 30 days. Five-day challenge and program. Turn Twitter into your lead generation machine using Twitter Spaces. Professional book formatting, providing you with publisher-ready files. Personalized marketing plan. A powerful plan to get clients and build community that suits your personality. We strive for excellence in everything we do, and it shows. If you're looking to write, publish, and or profit from your books, we can help. Welcome. Today, as I mentioned, I want to talk to you about hosting your own space on Twitter Spaces. So we've talked a little bit about picking a topic. I didn't mention last time we were together that when you think about your topic, it needs to be quite a broad topic. The space that I'm currently hosting is called How to Build a Global Community Using Twitter Spaces. So you'll notice that it's very broad. I'm able to have a lot of discussions about a lot of specific topics under that big umbrella of community building. And it fits well with my business as I help people who are writing and publishing books to find readers. And I also help my coaching clients to find people to work with. So that topic is broad. And yet I can talk about a lot of different topics, including Twitter spaces, because those are things that I need to help my clients with. Once you pick a topic, also pick a length for your space. And there are spaces that last anywhere from about 15 to 20 minutes up to three or more hours. It's amazing. I have been so surprised at how people stay around and discuss a topic on Twitter spaces when they have no patience for that in watching a video or attending a webinar or doing something like that. So don't feel like you have to host a long space, but if you would like to host a space, the most vibrant spaces include a lot of question and answer time. When I host my space, I usually interview one or two people and each interview lasts 20 to 30 minutes. And then the rest of the time, up to three hours, is question and answer. And people love it. 
they, like I said, they will stick around. Now you have to realize that just because somebody joins at the beginning of your space doesn't mean they're going to hang around until the end of your space. I find people typically stay in a space for 15 minutes to 25 minutes. That's fairly average. And so you can repeat some of the information, but make sure that you have a variety and people will continue to come back. So pick a topic, pick a length, and then pick your style. And what I mean by that is, are you going to interview people? Or are you going to share information and then open it up for question and answer? Or are you going to have the whole time question and answer? And when you do have question and answer, are you expecting people to put their hand up? Or are you just going to bring 10 people up into with microphone access and allow them to unmute at any time and join the conversation? You are the host, so you get to decide those things. And then who's going to help you co-host? It is helpful to have at least one co-host. You can have two if you'd like. I currently have two co-hosts. So I have one co-host that takes care of the technical side for me. He records statistics and he also has a large audience because he's a marketer. So he helps me with marketing the, the space and getting people there. And then I have another co-host who is newer to Twitter spaces and she is from Saudi Arabia. And one of the reasons that I have invited her to be my co-host is because she represents the global aspect of my Twitter space. And so by having somebody who is from another country and another continent, I encourage other people to join in. Often when I pick a topic for my space, I will also post a poll. This is a feature that Twitter offers and you can ask any question you want and give as many options as you want. Usually I'll give three options and then an other option. So maybe I'll ask, what's your favorite social audio site? And then I'll list Clubhouse, LinkedIn, and Twitter spaces, and then other in case there is another site that people appreciate. And this gives me the opportunity to get feedback from people before I even start my space. And sometimes it even guides the questions that I'm going to ask during my space. You can have your poll last for any length of time that you choose. It can last for a few hours or 24 hours or a week or two weeks. And it is a really good way to get input for your spaces. You're allowed to schedule your space up to two weeks ahead of time. And the advantage of doing that is that you can use the link that Twitter gives you and you can invite people to your space. When you schedule your space, make sure that you toggle the record button on so that Twitter will record the space for you. It's interesting, the first few times that I held my space, I didn't have a lot of people listen to the recording, but as I have continued to host my spaces, the number of people listening to the recordings has grown. 
And this last week, I have had almost 400 people listen to the recording of the space after the space was over. When you invite people, it's a good idea to create unique graphics that will capture their attention and help them want to come to your space. So it could be a GIF, it could be a video, it could be a meme, it could be you speaking to them and saying, hey, I'm having this space, this is the topic, this is the guest that's coming to my space, come join us. Make sure you tell them the date and the time and then give them the link so that they can find you. And another thing that Twitter does to help is once you provide the link, people can click on it and ask for a reminder and Twitter will send them a reminder half an hour before your space starts so that they can join in. When you host your space, there's a place at the top and you can pick any tweet that you have already sent out and you can tweet it into, they call that the nest in Twitter spaces. So what you'll do is you'll click on the blue circle with the feather and the plus sign. That's your tweet button. And when you click, when you tap on that in your Twitter app on your phone, the option to post it into the space will be there if you are actually in a space at the time. If you're not in a space, that option won't show up. But you can post any tweet you want into the nest. And that is available to the host and the co-hosts, as well as people who are in the audience. So if somebody comes into the space and shares some interesting information, perhaps they want to invite people to an event that is applicable to the topic that you're talking about, invite them to share that tweet into the nest. As a host, you will want to invite people to speak. That is what will keep your space vibrant and growing. People love to get feedback and ask questions. And especially if you're interviewing somebody, people will usually ask questions and want to know more about what this person has shared with them. And you will be able to, if you tap on somebody's picture in the space, you will have the option to invite them to speak and you can grant them microphone access that way. Because this is audio only, there's no video, you need to give people audio cues when you are wanting them to join the conversation. So often what I'll do is I'll say, I'm going to, to just summarize what we've been talking about. And then I'm going to call on Mike. And after Mike, I'll call on Rebecca. And then we'll go to Hadija. And that gives people a chance to prepare. And like I said, in a different video or a different series, I people often participate in Twitter spaces while they're doing other things. So, so by giving them cues, you give them a chance to stop doing what they're working on, whether they're making supper or taking their dog for a walk. They can, they know, oh, I'm going to get microphone access. I need to pay attention and listen. And then 
something else that you might want to try is there is an option called buy me a coffee. So you can go on to buymeacoffee.com and sign up for an account and link it to a payment method. And people are able to give you increments of $5. So they can donate $5 to you or 10 or 15 or whatever they decide. And it's just a fun way for people to support you as a host of a space. So those are some tips for hosting. I hope you found them helpful. And next time we get together, I will be talking about ways that authors can use Twitter spaces to generate more readers for their books. Take care and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for joining me today. I hope that you found the content helpful. And if you want to think about next steps in your journey, I would like you to join me in a free coaching call. We can meet for 30 minutes and discuss what you found helpful and where you are feeling stuck. I help entrepreneurs write, publish, and profit from their books. And so if you are in any stage of that journey, whether you're just thinking about a book, or you are in the middle of writing a book, or you are publishing a book, or working on marketing your book, I would love to join you. You'll find the link below. I look forward to talking with you.